Good morning, everybody. Hello, team. We're back. Welcome. This is our new theme song. Potentially. Wait, is this weird? Why is this sounding... I think that uh, it was different for the show based on the James Fiction album. Oh. I don't like this version. I want the classic Entourage theme song. I mean... Yeah, this doesn't have, like, the, the guitar riff. This is like a... This is a budget version. I'm not this is the this. original. Uh, it's over. I'm out. Yeah. Welcome finished. to Enough. Uh, I'm Hi. Ryan. This is Scott. Hi, team. Hello. How do you do? We're doing a lot of discussing lately about uh, stuff that we don't like to watch. I was hoping we could be <laughs> more negative today than yes. usual. Negativity is getting ramped up. Oh. The fans wanted it, and we're bringing it to you. So we were this talking is Enough. And uh, let's get to it. We were talking about that uh, the Tom Cruise jumping on the couch video. Wondering how that ages. Do we want to cue that up, like right up top? Sure. Just roar into this. We're Tom Cruise guys, and we think he's cool. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about. I mean, I don't. I'm tired of people making fun of him. I feel like that time is over. Like him being a joke. Yeah, and, and he's rules. cool again. Cruise was always cool. People love the new Mission Impossibles and. Everyone just kind of like forgot about how weird he is and all his Scientology nonsense. This is him on Oprah. Yes. It's on the TV. This. <laughs> Hello! Wow, the lady's really getting a tizzy over Tom. Look at him. They're wild. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. Look at him slapping his knee. Mm. First of all, thanks for coming to my Legends Ball with Katie. Was that the best fun? Was that? Yes! <laughs> yeah, he's like yes, grasping Oprah's hands. Like, yes, yes! What's, I don't understand why this was such a big deal. He is so fired up. He's just excited. Everybody's loving him. Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. He's an enthusiastic man. Yeah. I mean, Katie Holmes, who wouldn't be happy to snag Katie Holmes I'm in 2005? <laughs> Those aren't real. Yes, they are. It's inspired. Yeah, like they're saying he loses his mind on Oprah. How did he lose his mind? Because he, he, he went on the couch. Yeah. That, that's it. He's fired up. He's doing like, he's on his knees doing like... I've had enough of this already. Yeah. We've never seen you behave this way before. I know. Have you ever felt this way before? Well, there he is. He's on the couch. Not that big least, of a deal. Oprah at, laughed. At least it's like an interesting appearance on a talk show. Right, like he did, Most, he did something different, so he's a crazy person. Oh, look, yeah. notice Oprah laughed and was very much involved. Yeah. And engaged in the conversation. Like there's oh, yeah, no, She's losing her goddamn mind. Do she's, I sound like shit with my sinuses? I'm like no, allergies I, I think I might. I'm allergied out too. This is like the cool this guy. This sucks. Yeah, this is the cool guy allergy voice show. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. But yeah, Tom Cruise rules, and we're going to become Scientologists. Our thetan levels are pretty high, I, I feel. I would become a Scientologist. 
I base that on nothing besides my own feelings. But my thetan levels, I feel like they're good. What else you got? So sounds, I brought, like you, sounds like you got something going on over there inside yeah. that departed DVD case. What's in there? You might have noticed I, I brought with me today uh, a DVD copy, two-disc special edition of The Departed. Okay. Are you familiar with this movie? Are we going to throw it in the Xbox and fire it up? <laughs> yes. Immediately. No, I, uh, I keep the movie tickets from when we saw the movie. We famously saw The Departed in the theater five times. We did. Everybody knows this. Two-hour, 28-minute film. We saw it in the theaters five times. Yes. Who's good at math? <laughs> Not me. Let's let's do the, the time here. Two, well, let's do 120 is two hours. plus. So it's 148 minutes, five times. We spent 740 minutes of our lives Oof. watching bad Boston accents and star wipes. <laughs> God, those star wipes are strong. But just look at the dates on this. Because we saw... Friday, October 6th. That's got to be opening day. That must be when it came out. Friday, October 6th, 2006? Yeah, that sounds accurate. So October 6th, we saw it. 1.15 p.m., nice matinee. We go back two days later, October 8th, for a nice 6.30 p.m. screening. Then two more days later... <laughs> we were, they were all that close together? Yes, that's why I brought these. Holy I thought that was shit. insane. Like, within five days, <laughs> we saw The Departed in the theater three times. Did we have jobs? I think so. What time were these were these viewings? Well, yeah, I, the first one was a matinee, then 6.30. Tues, the third one, Tuesday, October 10th at 6.30. Then we took a break for seven days, which seems reasonable. Then we saw it in Braintree. Right. Then we went back to home court, Hanover. They were all it. in Hanover except one, right? Yeah, okay. the, the last one. Tuesday, October 31st, 2006. On Halloween? On Halloween. I remember that day because we were going to shout out Kevo, my, one of my college roommates. I know. Uh, we went to his apartment to buy marijuana. Wow. Which I no longer do anymore. As a disclaimer, uh, I am now sober. But at, you know, this is over a decade ago, so I was not then. I remember we had time to kill, mm. like a three-hour window, and we were like, you know what? And I hope he burns in hell. A little time to kill reference I snuck in. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yes, I believe they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. That's what the line is. Yes. That's why you threw me. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, but go on. <laughs> no, it was... What was it? Yeah, we had, we had time uh, off, and... Hopefully we dressed up as departed characters for Halloween... <laughs> To go see it. I don't think we did. I didn't remember that, that would have been on cool. Halloween. How yeah. festive of us to go see such a stupid movie. I know, that's fun. Um, what else? But yeah, the, and just, you know, this is going to be the beginning of a, a new Scotty segment where I bring movie tickets because I keep all my movie stubs from like everything I've ever seen. So you want to save them and just go over like one particular a week? Oh, yeah. I'm going to, maybe I'll like bring a bunch and <clears throat> pick out a random one and like talk about the movie and see if I can remember who sure. I saw it with you know the whole deal it sounds almost fun I think the fans will be in uh, so that'll be the new segment did you watch Dragged Across Concrete yet? I have not yet Ugh. I gotta say you you guys like not loving it kind of soured me on like I was all gung-ho to watch it then you were like eh it's alright and I was like it wasn't oh, as good as I thought it was gonna be I gotta watch I'll watch it again if you want I'll watch it today I have it I mean, I do want to see it. I just, that's why I haven't seen it yet. I, yeah, I thought it was kind of boring. Um, I've, read, I, I've read a lot of reviews that, because it's a long movie. It's like two hours, 40 minutes. And I saw several reviews that said, like, there's like 
30 minutes of good stuff in this movie and the rest it, is yeah. like but and they're a good duo mm. Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson are good together I'll give, that, you, I'll that give I you the like notes of what I liked about it so far yeah um, even though you haven't seen it it's cool I was really obviously very excited for it are you um, excited yeah, we were all charged up. S. Like, Craig Zoller, really Bone Tomahawk, Brawl and Cell Block 99. He makes good movies. Tori Kittles is the guy. I'm not familiar He's with. The, there's a black guy in the movie, and that's him. I had to look up his name. I didn't know it. But there's a part in the beginning where... Uh, do you want me to even just say anything about it? Or do you want me to... Like, you don't give a shit. Yeah, it's fine. He threatens this guy who's having sex with his mother... Mm-hmm. with a baseball bat and I thought that was kind of funny and he makes him <laughs> take out the trash as he makes him leave because the guy th- his mother's like a prostitute and it's really gritty mm. um, yeah I don't, that's I have like no notes on it I, and I watched the whole thing and I was like I'm, I, there should be more to this that I'm loving and <clears throat> I don't know I guess I could say I was a little bit let down a little bit let down yeah I'm gonna watch it we'll see how I feel about it then we'll give it a proper uh, skewering. I don't or, think or what have you. You're not gonna hate it. Mm. You know, I'll even like I said, I would watch it again today, even though I only saw it a week ago. I would put it on again and see what you think. I also thought it was fun. <clears throat> today is the exact twentieth anniversary of the Matrix coming out. March 31st, uh, 1999. Was I saying I hate the Matrix the other day? I can't remember if I actually meant that or not. <laughs> Were you trolling? Probably, yeah. The uh, That's a great movie, and it holds up very well. Some people First are, one. Yeah. The I, second two are crap. I like stuff in them, but they're they're way too much. I fucking stuff. That, uh, oh. <laughs> that, that first one's such a classic, though. And memory lane-wise, movie ticket-wise, I was remembering... That was the first uh, R-rated movie that young Scotty boy ever saw in the theater. My dad took me to see The Matrix. I, I, I remember begging him to, to, to go see that because it just looked so cute. And I saw it and thought it was like the dopest movie ever. I can't Still remember the first do. R-rated movie. Um, I have a lot of dumb notes. Indulge me. Let's get in there. Um, also, it's the 20th anniversary of Cruel Intentions. Just a lot of classic films came out 20 years ago. I watched uh, that new Olivia Wilde movie, A Vigilante. Mm, yes. It was all right. Yeah. Derailed a little bit towards the end. It had um, a weird poster that was like... Cool a, poster, It yeah. said like, Olivia Wilde is a vigilante. And I was just like, is this a movie or a <clears throat> public service announcement? <laughs> I gotta blow my nose. What's going on here? Take over for a second. But that looked gritty. I'm a fan of her. She actually has a... She directed a, a movie that's getting a, a lot of raves on the indie circuit. It's Wait, a, that's doing well? Yeah, some new, like... People are saying it's like this year's Lady Bird. It's called... I hated Lady Bird. I thought it was fun. It's called Booksmart. It's like a charming uh, <coughs> girl duo movie. I'll check it out when it comes out. Yeah, but a vigilante... Yes. Um, Basically, the, it's th- the trailer sold me where it's just Olivia Wilde as like this grizzled, tough lady, and she's like protecting women who've been abused and like beating Ooh. up their abusers. Mm. The director is Sarah Dagger Nixon, who I'd never heard of before, and 
this is basically her debut. She just done shorts before that. Okay. I like a and nice it debut. And has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I thought was kind of nuts. Mm. Probably only has like five reviews or something like that. Yeah, low number. Um, but uh, you dug it? I did, yeah. The ending kind of sucks. Mm. Like, not to ruin it for people that are like, go see it. It's, it's cool. Mm. But... I, I don't know. There's something about how they like had to weave in the storyline of like the guy that was abusing her. Little shoehorn. I just kind of wanted her to keep kicking ass. Mm. Like I would have preferred Olivia just beating dudes up for an hour and a half and then calling it. I don't. Yes. I don't need the backstory. I don't care why. The and character it, development is important to me, but yeah. If <coughs> this weather is killing me. If um allergy boys. If. Like, if I don't need character development if it just is cool right from the get go. Mm. Like, Pulp Fiction. There's not much character development there at all. And it just, like, this, the dialogue is perfect. Well, yeah, it's all in how you do it. That's why, you know, some movies are just like, they get right into it and just, like, you know, like, launch you into a converse, conversation with two people. And, like, through that, you learn about them and it's interesting. It's all in the approach. Like, uh, and Ant-Man the and execution the Wasp. and the whole deal. Wait, what? Sorry. Like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, yeah, exactly like that. Um, what else you got? What else have you watched? I, I thought it was fun. I saw in the news that Nick Cage got married again and then filed for divorce uh, a mere four days later. And he's just a king amongst men. Everything he does is just the coolest. He's a national treasure. That jacket? Just like the film he was in. <laughs> you wrote that, didn't you? I did. I like that. That sounded prepared, I know. <laughs> Shoehorning in these. Just shoving that in at the and end. Al- and also, he has, a, uh, he has a goth son who looks just like him. I think I sent that picture to you. People uh, probably know this. Like, Nick Cage has a, a yeah, son. What is his son's name again? I wrote this. I follow him on Instagram. I gotta look him up now. Weston Cage. Weston. He's shit. He's like in a doom metal band, and like he looks just like his dad, but is like a goth kid. Kind of puffy. Like I, you see the picture, and you're like, is this Photoshop or no? I guess this is just real life. It's kind of great. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't hate being a part of the Cage family, but um, I wouldn't want to be related to Weston. You're out on Weston. I just I followed him. And I realized that he's, I don't know, let me, let me, like, I'll pull up his Instagram for you just so you can get a, get a, or I'll pull up a photo of him just so you can. Weston. I wouldn't expect to be wowed by Weston, Nick Cage's son. He just seems like he's shit. Mm. He's about our age, a little bit younger. Here they are together. Powerful duo. Yeah, like, they, that's Photoshop. <laughs> Even though it's real. Like, oh, my son is an idiot. Okay, <clears throat> go ahead. The Rock is still my favorite action movie. I don't like action movies. And I do like... Like, look at him here. Trying to look all cool. Nick Cage is great. I mean... Look at him, though. He's like a joke now. Everything he's he handsome, does is like a straight-to-video turkey. But, I mean, he's in some... I'm hung up on Weston Cage still. I know, you're in like the, <laughs> the Weston Cage. Here's, here's Weston Cage with a broken arm. Wow. I love how I have like 200 megabytes per second and it won't load a Daily Mail article. Here we go. Weston Cage. Oh, come on. Weston Cage and his new wife charged with domestic abuse. 
Wow. Awesome. This was nine years ago. <laughs> I'll just sneak in real quick. Yeah, I watched. Yeah. There's a new show on FX, What We Do in the Shadows, which oh, you is. Watched that? I did. And guess what? Scotty likes it. It's based on the the movie that probably nobody has John seen because it barely exists. John Depp is not Dark involved. Shadows. It's What We Do in the Shadows with Jermaine Clement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he did this show too. He's not on it, but uh, he wrote at least the first episode and created it. So it's like his show. And, uh, you know, it's very, like, dry and British. It's like a vampire show, but, like, mixed with, like, a weird, like, dry comedy. It's hard to explain. You're Just selling like, it hard. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really good. It's, uh... I might, like, stop the show right now and throw it on. <laughs> it sounds awful, man. He's in. And no, it's, it's FX with all those commercials. Did you watch it on the FX app or on Real TV? Um, I watched it on, yeah, on the FX app. I the commercials weren't too bad, I don't remember. Or I don't think. But, uh, I enjoyed it. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know how to sell it properly. Yeah, let's, but you could try a little bit. If <laughs> give, give me something You're here. pushing me out the door. <laughs> so there's these vampires, right? Um, and they're all friends. Do you want some lemonade now? Um, no. Good? All right, let me know. <laughs> You're trying to win me back with lemonade after insulting my reviews. Um, <clears throat> what about... What else was I watching? Um, Gronk is retiring, and I've lost my will to live as a result. <laughs> I hope he concentrates on his stand-up career now that he's done footballing. But, uh, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. That Gronk, uh, Gronk Cruise. Yeah, I feel like we got to go on it now that he's retired. It doesn't exist anymore. Really? I, I, I looked it up a few weeks ago to, like, bit about it and be like, oh, I'm getting a ticket. And I couldn't see anything for a 2019 Gronk Cruise. Hmm. That's a shame. It is. But yeah, he's, uh,. Oh, do he we? actually he actually <clears throat> does stand up, and I recommend people like look it up on YouTube, like Gronk stand up. Should I pull it up? <clears throat> yeah, let's watch. Just like this. A, like one bit, and then yeah, Gronk. Literally, like every joke is like you know how like I bang chicks and play football, right? <sighs> and like and then he just like stops. Like, I like the number sixty nine. I've worn a shirt in three months. Seriously, first time I won the Super Bowl, no shirt. So why not trick everyone like I played in the Super Bowl again this year? So no shirt again. Oh. Ah, man. <laughs> That's applause-worthy stuff right you know, there. <laughs> I haven't worn clothes since we wow. won the Super Bowl. Just to make sure everyone thinks I played. But I'm telling you, <laughs> you win the Super Bowl and the party doesn't stop. Oh. Yes, it doesn't stop. It keeps on going and going and going. Every bar I go into, people want to buy you drinks. Yo, Gronk, let me buy you a drink. Yo, let me get you a beer. Yo, let me get you a shot. Hey, man, how about you give me a motherfucking IV, doctor? I got a season this year. Jesus. Turn this off. <laughs> I the Super Bowl, but I lost Actually, my damn no, only eight guys. minutes left. Oh, good. All your guys' fault that buy me shots out there. Dang. You know... 
you guys want to buy me another shot? I watched the entirety of this one. Here's some jokes that'll make you like just like fall to the ground. You'll faint at some of these duds that he drops. Well, let me tell you, when I do party, you can't handle that shit. That's it's I can't. He's the least funny guy I've ever seen. That's that's not even stand up. He's just like saying things. He's not getting laughs. He's just getting people to go like woo. Just because, like, he is Gronk. Do you think he went off stage and there was some lemming in the back? Like, man, Gronk, you killed out there. Yes, there was probably, like, a sea of people. being like, dude. If I ever met him, yes. I'd go out of my way to call him Rob. <laughs> hey, Rob, good to see you, bud. Hi, Robert. Really just level the playing field. I, uh, I hate sports. Kid. Does that need to be said again? Kid, I think they're sick and dope, and I love every match I watch. I don't understand. It's the, the toughest part about how we feel about sports, and we're going off topic than our normal thing, you know, whatever. It's that where we live, how obsessed everyone is with. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's just like a given. Every time, like every Sunday, oh, it's match day, and when there's other matches on, it's just what's happening. And it's what people want to talk about, too. Like, I'll have clients come in and bring it up to me. Or who, whomever, like anybody around, and they'll say, "Oh, you know, like I can't believe uh, Lenny Dykstra got that." <laughs> How's the slot? Home How's run. the slot? <laughs> He's a good Howard guest. That's really the only reason I know who he is. Yes, <clears throat> but yeah, I'll get to people's like houses sometimes, and like look at the TV, and it's it's a match and a fresh one, like just the, the first game. quarter, like like two minutes in, and I'm just my stomach sinks. I'm like, oh no. I now this is happening. Like and yeah, why? And you're just there, and it's like I could have played with my phone at home. Yeah. <laughs> why? In my own bed and been comfortable. Yeah. Not in your bad chair. Away from this just unremarkable sporting match. Speaking of matches, um, match. we were talking about John Cusack the other day. Oh yes, excellent segue. I was gonna go out on a limb and say that he hasn't made a non-turkey in 15 years. It's true. He's uh he's bad. Are you queuing him up? He he's like worse than uh like a Wesley Snipes <clears throat> or a Bruce Willis even at this point. Straight to video turkey wise. He's um It's a shame. Some people just like trail off like John Cusa, he's clearly just like an actor who just wants to keep working and they're not giving him like proper roles and he's just making these weird straight-to-video movies that nobody watches. I thought maybe we should talk. You know, sort things out. Oh. Sorting out. You got a little high-fidelity scene queued up here? They referred to that as the funniest scene, which is sort of a letdown. That Ian or whatever. Ian. I. Raymond. Mm. That's not the funniest scene. Charlie, you fucking bitch! Let's work it out! High-fidelity is a good movie. <clears throat> but uh yeah let me cue up his IMDB John Cusack he was in a movie like this is the funniest scene Ellen Sebastian do you like it? <laughs> Jack Black should have got an Oscar for this movie oh shit what the fuck is that? it's the new Ellen Sebastian it's a record we've been listening to and enjoying, Barry. Well, that's unfortunate. 
Because it sucks ass. Him whipping the CD across the room. Yours, I assume. Or it's a tape. Even even funnier. I used to watch this scene like over and over again. I thought I used to find this like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. This is a true uh, star-making performance from Jack Black in this movie. Should we watch all of it, or I think people have been losing it? Oh, I think everyone's hating this. <laughs> and not. What if you're a high all. fidelity fan and you've seen it already, and you just can listen and have that be enough? I don't. Even then, they're probably like, "Oh yeah, that's probably fine." <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that's a good buddy. scene. Uh, I was just trying to cheer us up, so go ahead. My fucking special Monday morning mix. I don't want to hear old sad bastard music, Barry. I just want something I can ignore. Here's the thing. I made that tape special for today. My special Monday morning. Him all tape winded just from like a little special bit of moving. Monday afternoon. You should get out of bed earlier. Come on, dude. Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? What's next? Play it. Say Little Latin loopy loo. Mitch Ryder on the Detroit Wheels? No! <laughs> the Righteous Brothers. Oh, never mind. No, not never mind. You tell me right now what's wrong with the Righteous Brothers. Nothing. I just prefer the other Okay, ones. so, uh... <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> you appreciate me just getting sucked in? I guess? Um, yeah, John Cusack hasn't made a good movie in 15 years. Mm. Um, that's the only note that's relatable to that. But, yeah, think about, like, Let's list off a few of his turkeys. Do you have his IMDb queued up? No, I couldn't get service for some reason. Do you have the Wi-Fi on? No. Um, that could be it. Well, I mean, I, I have service anyways. It's just not happening. I got this. Um, <laughs> 2012. Oh. Remember 2012? <laughs> I do. The movie? I do. What was it? The world was going to end? Do you want to queue up a seven-minute long clip from that movie that we can watch <laughs> real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I could find a, a screener copy or yes. a cam copy and just go, you know, power through the whole thing. Bad audio and all. <laughs> I think I saw that in the theater, to boot. 2012-wise. That whole movie is just, like, them, like, with endless, like, you know, the world's, like, crumbling apart and they're taking off in a plane at the last second. That happens, like, four times in that movie. Um... Like, yeah, oh, like oh, this is just exciting every time. Remember when he did that movie, The Raven? Him oh. going on all the talk shows to promote it too. Yeah, I believe yeah, you're like, also forgetting about the Ice Harvest when we saw that in the oof. theaters in Kingston. Yes, now you're in. Now you're in the pocket of his turkeys. That uh, With Benjamin was, Bratt or whatever that guy's name, Oliver Platt. I mean, he's got a bunch of movies like Pushing Tin. All these movies that like don't exist. What was Arch- Pushing Tin again? That was like him and Billy Bob Thornton as like air traffic controllers. <laughs> and it's just like, it's amazing the kind of movies that used to get made. Map to the Stars was good, but not because of John Cusack. Yeah. Because it was a David Cronenberg movie and I'll fanboy on Robert Pattinson again and Julianne Moore. Oh, double fanboy. And that weird sidecar with the burns on her hands. I can't remember. I didn't watch all of that movie. Um, do you remember my rented copy of America's Sweethearts jacking up my blockbuster late fees? I do. You're like a classic late fee fiasco with that. 
it well, disappeared they wanted, into our collection, and they wanted what, like fifty dollars for it? Yeah, they wanted blood. I don't understand how, in my opinion, Blockbuster failed for a few reasons. One of them being me. Well, yes, <laughs> directly, but yes, but like the late fees should not exceed the value of the film. It yeah. should just be like late fee, late fee, late fee. They eventually okay. That's how much the movie yeah. costs. We'll just charge you the twenty nine ninety nine or whatever. Not like fifty seven dollars. Yeah, like you're not buying the movie two more times just because I didn't bring it back. They eventually did that and like made it reasonable. Like the wor- if you rented the movie and never returned it, the worst that would happen is you'd pay like twenty dollars total, including when you paid to rent it. Which is fine. Yeah, you don't get your original money back. Yeah, you, I think honestly, I think it should just go. If you paid two ninety nine to rent it, and it's two ninety nine every week that you don't bring it back until yeah. it meets the cost of the film, and then it's done. Mm. Not three dollars on top of the cost of the film. Like I get yes. that you want to make money, but a lot of people are going to return shit late, and you should try probably cater to that because, like, I don't know. We're gonna reopen Blockbuster. And we're going to have some new rules. <laughs> that it's it's going to keep us afloat. We're not going to go bankrupt this time. Okay, we're, we're, we're going to do some seed money. <laughs> so if you're listening, I'm starting to go fund me. Ooh, this is good. And pump as much money. If, if anything, just set it up as an auto debit from you know, <laughs> weekly, weekly paychecks and just easy. pump the dough in. It's easy, folks. Um... That's all I, all I got on John Cusack. I just remember thinking, like, how are people... Like, oh, man, did you ever see Say Anything? Yeah, it sucked. Mm. It sucked. It's like a quintessential 80s love story. It I've never seen that interesting. one. I believe I only watched half. Mm. And then, like, what else are we even talking about? Like, like what are his classics? Gross Point Blank? It was stupid. It's okay. A little overrated. It's, it's, it's one of those it's movies that people talk about. It's a very silly movie. It doesn't make sense. Nope. And it's very over the top, but it's got some charm. Yeah, Cusack's um, done. Like Smilf. He's, he's been cancelled. Sorry, like, buddy. He's cancelled like Smilf. Yes. Those final episodes just flailing to a cancelling close. <laughs> yes. Did you I, read I'm, that Instagram post I sent you from Frankie Shaw, the creator of Smilf, crediting her personal trainer? with the most recent episode idea for the western episode they aired yeah. last week yeah she said like he was like well you've done over the nails why don't you just do a western and she was like oh, okay and then like wrote it on when she got home yeah her trying to present that as like, like a, a spontaneous creative thing when it's really just like maybe you shouldn't do like a random western episode on this show for no reason for nobody yeah but I don't know I didn't see it I can't speak I to how strong I am a personal trainer and that being a from idea from a personal trainer made the douche chills even worse. Douche chills. I shut the episode off within seconds. Like it really didn't stand a chance with me. Mm. Um, I got a reveal for you. What's your? Oh, that's all I need right now. You already know this, but this will be a reveal to the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried listening to an Adam Sandler song the <laughs> other day. Like. Tears were streaming down my face. Mm. Listening to an Adam Sandler song. You're hearing me right, folks. This, this song was part of his Netflix special that came out a while ago that I think we talked about. But <laughs> that I like a lot. And but we, we turned it off and we didn't get to this part, so I'd never What's the song heard called? This song, just Farley. 
Okay. It's about Chris Farley, as you might imagine, fans. And, like, you know, just the fact that, like, he wrote this song, it's very, like, charming and sweet. And listening to it, like, the lyrics are, like, flat out, like, bad at points, but it, uh, it really hit this. It's very long. I don't know if we want to listen to the whole thing, but right, let's give him a taste. This, one. this is a very special song. I hope you like it. It means a lot to us. Have it done out the day. Where she, where you know. Chris Farley's been dead for like 25 years. Just the fact that he felt the need to write this nice song about his buddy and, uh, really charmed me. Is this what you'll do when I kill myself? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> Fair. I don't think my family will find that very funny either when they the listen to this. No. Yeah, the lyrics are like bad. Plaid jacket and belt too tight, he wasn't even doing a bit. Then he cartwheeled around the room and slow danced with a cleaning lady. He was a one-man party. That's enough to get the taste. Yeah, yeah it's cute. It made yeah. me a little sad. To it gets honest. a little I'm a big Farley guy. He, he brings up some specific references that uh, you know, Chris. Got, uh, we're really happy to have you on the show. Uh, we're gonna need you in the writer's room, not yeah. on cocaine. It was just funny. Like I was crying, and then I started laughing about how ridiculous it was that I was crying to an Adam Sandler song. Like the lyrics, eventually, like it gets to the point where he's like talking about like, and we were all at Tim Weddle, uh, Tim Meadows' wedding party, and I'm like crying. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so <laughs> stupid. All right, now settle down. Yeah. Um, I cried during the Adam Sandler movie Click back before I was on an excessive amount of SSRIs and oh, yeah. had access to tears. So I think that it's... <laughs> had access to tears. I think that it's not I, that abnormal to, you know... Yeah. The Sandman's pulling on the heartstrings, I guess. Mm. No, that, that stuff gets me. That's, I like, have, that's like the only time I cry, like a movie or... Yeah. I'd never cry, I didn't cry to a song, like maybe ever. I don't understand that when people are like, this is a really sad song, man. I'm like... I'm like, is yeah. It? Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. It's not so sad. I'm gonna friggin' fucking yeah, bottom what? Um, but yeah, I think that's all I had on that. I just wanted it. to let the fans know that uh, I'm we can go down like a I'm a weepy boy about, about Farley. Yes, I watched uh, Wakefield on Netflix. Kid, is that about Tim Wakefield, my favorite Boston Red Sox it's of not. all time? It's oh, not. Oh fuck! It's shit. about uh, shit. Brian Cranston and Jennifer Garner as a married couple, which I didn't find very believable. Who, wait, Cranston and who? <clears throat> Jennifer Garner. Yeah, they're not a couple. No. It was directed by Robin Swicord, or Swicord, the woman who wrote Benjamin Button, the oh. curious case of Benjamin Button. Mm. And She's a bad writer. I know that's one of your favorite movies. <laughs> the entire movie Dang. is voiceover, except for like flashbacks and like a couple random scenes, and it's basically like an unhappy marriage between... Cranston and Jennifer Garner and one day it's kind of an interesting right. concept in that they're in this nice house in the suburbs he's an attorney she's like a teacher or something mm -hmm. and he comes home and they have two kids and they have you know the whole deal he comes home one day and realizes he's unhappy in his life and he just goes up into the garage mm -hmm. and just stays there forever oh <laughs> And it's like decides he doesn't want to go back to his life anymore, but he also like wants to see what's going on and like doesn't really want to do anything else. 
So he stops going to work. Huh. He starts like, you know, at first he's sneaking in the house to get food, and then he, when he realizes that's too dangerous, he starts going out at night with homeless people and eating, get getting trash. Oh, it's really weird. And he grows like a big wild beard, and like, and then he starts hanging out with these like mentally challenged kids who live next door, and they like <laughs> sneak him some food. And this movie's heating up. I don't. I kind of liked it. So what? Like he just needs to be on his own, so he's in the garage. He just stays he, in the garage, and for some reason, they never go up there and check. And he only leaves to hang out with homeless people to look for food and stuff? Pretty much. Wow. And I won't give away too much more. It doesn't stay that way, but... I'd, I'd take a peek at that. It's it's on Netflix, and oh. Brian Cranston's always pretty good. It's on Netflix. Done Netflix. deal. I'll watch it later. It was, it was weird, man. Wakefield. That's, um, that's an interesting one. That's uh, I'll watch that. I hadn't even heard word one about that. I'm on board. I watched uh, Shoplifters, a nice foreign film on Hulu. What was that about? It is. I think a, I shut that off actually because I was not in the mood for titles. Yeah, it's um. Got I got to be in such a right mood for for, for subtitle stuff. Oh yeah, you got to be like in the zone. But uh, it was actually really good. This was nominated for uh, Best Foreign Language Film at the Oscars. What you like about it? And probably should have won over uh, Roma. Roma! <laughs> ra, ra, ra. No, uh, it was just a fun, charming, like, emotional tale about uh, this, like, makeshift family of homeless people who, uh, well, as the title might suggest, shoplift to survive sure and how they uh get along it's got some wild twists and also it was uh it was very funny and like for a movie to like make you laugh like a subtitled movie to make you laugh almost never happens i don't think it, i've ever had that happen. this movie made me laugh out loud twice which i was like hey it's a good movie and yeah, I, won't, I won't give it away but it's got some fun twists i enjoyed it it's on hulu shoplifters folks i watched a movie called the farm did you watch this? No, tell me about it. It was this couple driving down the road, and they're on a road trip. Okay. And they get sidetracked, and the guy's tired, and they want to stop somewhere. So they stop at this, like, hotel in whatever the fuck it is, and quickly are taken by these guys dressed up like not dressed up they have farm animal masks on Ooh. and the hotel Spooky. is really like a like an actual farm but they f- are farming people Ooh. and you realize pretty quickly that the people who are kidnapped by these guys are getting ground up and then served to like there it's like a business and they're selling the human meat as ground beef to caterers and stuff classic and it was kind of gritty and like interesting and like this woman like wakes up in a cage and it's just like it's like a saw kind of premise like with a little bit of gore and yeah. I don't know I thought it was pretty watchable I cruised through it it's like a five dollar rental ooh so it's new it's, this was iTunes I thought it was new yeah I, don't, I didn't do any notes on it I just it just struck me that I watched it the farm the farm I'll check it out um, sounds interesting what else what else you watch we could talk about us Yes, yeah, we've seen that. That that's our featured review 
mm-hmm. of, uh, of the episode. Do you want to do one more random turkey first, and then we'll go into us for a bit? Yeah, I like that. How about, should we talk about, we saw Norm MacDonald live in concert. Oh, true, A few we did. days ago. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> if people aren't familiar with Norm MacDonald, he's a, uh, an actor, stand-up comedian, used to be on SNL. He's he very the funny. weekend update guy. Yes. Yeah, he's the like, uh, In my so, opinion, uh, the best one to do it. Yeah, he's hilarious. And uh, he really brought it. It's a great show. The, I uh, got bored towards the end. It was too much. Yeah. Like I get bored towards the end of anything, even if it's like amazing. That's true. I just wanted to stretch my legs and not be around strangers anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Like those idiots that Joey spilled the beer on. Did he have a beer spill? It was like an accident. Like he sat down and like a beer went over and they were all like, oh, yo, yo. Just like being <laughs> guys. Yeah. Like, bro. Oh, they were nice about it. I just, I don't know. I don't like to share anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> good. Is that a world that anybody mm. wants to live in? <clears throat> good, 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 good. I and thought also, it was okay. Yeah, it was good. It was one, fun in the beginning. This, one, the opening guy was kind of boring. Yeah, he got old. He was very, like... So dry. One, like, yeah. so one note. Like, so... You could tell why Norm liked him. Yeah, Norm, like, uh-huh, repeating yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, this is my guy. But, yeah. It was, uh... It was fun. Norm still got it. Mm. I can't remember any of his particular bits, but... I who, laughed who at the bit about Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, that was a... That was a good bit. Just saying, like, oh, this is a fun time to try that experiment. <laughs> like, no, running against Donald Trump. Yeah, like, he built up to it, like, Donald Trump, he was the only guy running. <laughs> like, that was his big bit. Because he's a guy and yes. she's not. Very simple. It was a classic kind of norm joke. <clears throat> but one more thing to sneak in before yeah, yeah. us. The, uh, I saw that there's a, I saw a preview for a <laughs> new show that's a prequel to Batman, I guess. That deals. It, it's a prequel story about his butler is, Alfred is as a young man. No, this is like a, a live action drama Ugh. that's on a real network. It's a period piece drama about Alfred Pennyworth, Batman's butler, what his life was like before that. Before, what channel is this on? I can't remember. One of the streaming things, I think. But it's like, come on, like, Al. Batman's butler Alfred is getting a prequel series like why who is like I just I couldn't believe it I was just like why is this happening and how are they gonna like tie it to Batman they're gonna have this guy in like the 1930s be like oh like he sees a bat and is maybe like oh one day maybe I'll be the butler to a guy who dresses up like these like how are they even gonna tie it together it just seems like the most unbelievable Unbelievable. That being said, thing. we will watch every episode and get back to you on it. I mean, I'm a TV guy. I'm Just not... like I watched every episode of Good Girls in less than a day. Wow. <clears throat> With um, Christina Hendricks and Matthew Lillard, notably. Lillard. Most notably, I should say, and Mae Whitman and Ruby Hill. I, th- I, thought that, I thought it was a heck of a cast. That, uh, yeah, that's... I got so into it that I almost missed an acupuncture appointment. Like I was <laughs> riveted. And it's for that's, what for what it is, it's remarkably captivating. It's also on Netflix and it's basically Yeah, I think this I think it's on NBC in its second season. 
Right. That's going to be on the poster. I almost missed an acupuncture appointment for this. <laughs> it, you know it's what that I, good. You know what's funny? Shout out to Pam Zaley, my acupuncturist, pzaley at uh, gmail.com if you want to book her for an appointment. She's very good. I'm mm. going to see her uh, this Tuesday to help with my sinuses. <clears throat> so I don't sound like I have... I don't know. I'm not funny today. A bird in my head. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, it's that the premise of the show is like this woman finds out that her husband is cheating on her, uh, Christina Hendricks, about Matthew Lillard, and they get kind of fed up and they just sort of rob a grocery store and then they're the grocery store that Mae Whitman works at, and mm. then they don't get caught per se, but the people whose money is being laundered through the grocery store. Uh, is like a Mexican drug dealer mm-hmm. and they come looking for the money and then of now course. they have to work for them to, oh. it's a really thin premise that is such a TV show yeah. <laughs> like, like hearing I, I'm like picturing it in my mind it's, it's so, like weeds but like watered it's a watered down sounds very uh, basic cable version of weeds okay and you're I, into it I, I mean love, you watch I love it love wow you watched uh, all of season one in one day it must be dope. I did I mean it's 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 a show it's not. I'll take a peek at it. I like. Weeds Christina. wasn't that innovative either. When you really break it down. No, not even a little bit. But uh, I like Christina Hendricks and Mae Whitman's funny. I think I like Christina Hendricks better than Mary Louise Parker is what does it. I mean, she's definitely juggier. She's got that going for her. And that uh, cannot be ignored. All right, let's talk about us because I'm wrapping up mentally. Let's talk about we'll, us. <clears throat> we'll just get the us talking and then we're out. Okay. So we saw us actually we saw it right after uh, the last show. I the dug last time it you heard a us. lot. Yes. Like way more than Get Out. I thought it was great. Yeah. This is Jordan Peele's second movie after Get Out. So there was a lot of uh anticipation was he going to be a sophomore slump guy, all this right. stuff? I assumed it was going to be a turkey and I assumed even if it were a turkey that I was going to hate it. Mm. Both were wrong. Yeah. I really liked it too. I thought it was like great, and I really want to see it again. Yeah, I'll see I, I've it been again. thinking about it like all week. It's one of those movies like I'm not like smart enough to like get themes and stuff when I'm watching a movie the first time. I need to like like think about it. Like this is a movie. Like thinking about it in the days after seeing it, I had several like like oh like like piecing it together because yeah. it has a big twist in it we're well, not going like to give articles away. out there like my client Sharita hi Sharita was talking to me about how there's like articles that are like things you might have missed or there's themes a, and there's, there's like a, lot. a bunch of them like, I listened there's to a, one in particular that I was like whoa yeah I listened to a podcast interview with Jordan Peele on the big picture podcast give a little plug to them even though I think they're wildly popular and he like explains he doesn't explain everything but he talks about it in a way where I got like three or four things that just went completely over my head and um (coughs) we're sick boys but yeah it's a movie that I think it might have been a little better if they like explained slightly less at the end it's one of those movies I thought it was going to be like very like vague and metaphorical but they really uh there's like answers to all the mm. to all the stuff and some of it's a little silly I'm dancing around it 
spoilers for you fans. Yeah, you can't. We can't. That's the thing. We can't really dive too deep into it because it'll ruin it. Yeah. I guess the main thing when you're talking about a movie that people haven't seen yet, and that spoiler moratorium is still a thing. Like, mm. I would just say, go into it with the expectation that it's you're probably going to be a little scared. I th- like as oh, yeah. silly as that is. Like, I haven't been scared in the theater in a long time, and I remember yes. like I wasn't like, oh no, I don't want to walk to the bathroom scared. Like I'm a ten year old. Mm. Like the first time I watched Scream in my like living room with the windows all around it, and this yeah. is you never even <laughs> saw that room because it was renovated when I got to high school. But like I remember yeah. the room. I remember how scared I was. I remember thinking like these doors are glass. Like they're not going to protect me against intruders. Mm. So I didn't. I don't think I'll ever be able to scare myself that much again, just based mm. on the fact that I'm not. You know. 100 pounds anymore and I'm 35 years old but mm. like I was as scared as a 35 year old guy is gonna get that would have been great if you were like hoops come with me to the bathroom I'm scared would you have come with me I would have you would have left the movie and missed stuff I would have for you bud appreciate that the world appreciate that no doubt um but yeah it, it's like it. I agree it was legit scary it has that, full it has full segments where I was like I was like oh shit it, it has a moment that like I I audibly said something without meaning to. I was like the guy in the theater going like, "Oh shit!" I think yeah, I, I actually had a couple of those myself, like yeah. just under my breath, like, "Oh man." Yeah, it's oh, what's gonna happen? And Tim Heidecker's in it yes. from Tim and Eric's awesome show. <laughs> he's great. great. He's great in it. He's one of my favorite people in Hollywood. I think he's fucking hysterical. Oh, yeah. Just his face makes me laugh, and exactly. he adds that comic relief that like Jordan Peele, being a funny person himself, is smart enough to know. That a movie like that's gonna need something to cut the tension a little bit, like mm. how he put Lil Rel in Get Out. Yeah. For my favorite part of Get Out, which I need to rewatch it because I hated it the first time. I feel like now this movie is making me want to give Get Out another chance. Yeah, give it another go. It's not amazing. Like Get Out isn't really. My a other friend movie. Mike uh, down in Florida, Mike Hidalgo, he sent me a, a like twenty three things you may have missed in Get Out, and I was leafing through that article, and I was like, you know what? Like this movie's got some fucking layers. Mm. And thank Just you, like Mike, us? for sort of... Right, for... I don't know. Jordan Peele's really a smart dude, and I hate giving him credit. But I'm going to put my hat in my hand with this one and say like I was wrong about him as a director, mm. and I'm looking forward to his next steps. Yes. I'm not going to say he's in my freaking favorites yet, but... Yeah. This movie really did turn me around on him completely, and I highly recommend everybody go see it. I like that. It's big of you. I was, yeah, I was expecting you to hate this. Cause I didn't all, hate it at all. Yeah. Could you tell I didn't hate it in the theater? Mm. You've been with, to me with yeah. We've been to hundreds of movies together. Like you know when I don't like a movie. Y- you didn't once broach a walkout. So I That's mean big. that. Yeah. <laughs> I walk out of movies that I later buy on DVD yeah. or normally, on VOD. Yeah. Normally you'll you'll at least joke about a walkout. Yeah. I didn't you know, joke do about do your it. hand gesture thing. The w yeah. and then the O <laughs> with the fingers. You like know, a West Coast and then a zero. Yeah. To be respectful. Not talk in the theater. But, uh, yeah. Great movie. It was awesome. Two thumbs up uh, from the turkey team here at Enough. And also, you said you were looking forward to his next thing. It actually... Uh, his the next Twilight Zone mo- remake. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that premieres on Monday. and Is that on Netflix? No. <laughs> it's on CBS All Access? Oh! Which, I guess, exists? I need the Honor? turkey sound effect or a, a groan. Yeah. And now I'm saying it out loud, so it's way less funny, but I'm going to do it We've anyway. been forgetting the turkey sound effect. we got to start gobbling. But yeah, the... I guess I'll do a free trial of CBS All Access. You were the free trial kid. Yeah. I really am. 
I can't think of anything I need all access to less than CBS's library of content, but I do want to watch what this show. What about, like, s- s- that show with Shamar Moore? Oh. I don't even know what that is, but it's probably unwatchable. My mom, my mom watches it, whatever it is. Is uh, it like, are you there, God? It's me? Whatever, <laughs> that, like, Chelsea? social media God show? Oh, no. I don't Remember The know. Good Place? Yeah. There's so many turkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a good. Uh, what, what, have I, what have I done? I did that? Yeah. Yeah, come on down the basement. Yeah. <laughs> that toad of a human being. I won't even say his name on air. Um, Strong. But yeah, what were, oh. what were we saying before I launched us off onto that? Um, we like Jordan Peele, Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone. We'll check it out, see if it's good. Did you see the trailer for it? No. It, um, you know, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. They show a bunch of stuff. It looks pretty cool. I, um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it. Well, <laughs> we've said it all. We've said it uh, all. I think that would be it for us today. Yes. I've had enough. I just want to lay down and watch something stupid. We've, we're at a lot of time here. I think this is an hour. I always Folks. say it's an hour. I need to learn the amount of bars that make up an hour. No doubt. Beats, bars, whatever. Beats. Um, you're good. Any other plugs? Recommendations? Um, I can't really think of any. We're brought to you by Copland, which one of these days I'll watch. My hands are tied now. And we'll discuss. And I didn't, once again, I didn't do the benefits copy because it sucks and it, it eats up too much airtime. Monty, rewrite me something nice and tight. But make it, make in it the peppy. meantime, I'm going to say that if you have a small business, mm. you want to take care of that health insurance aspect, take small or medium size, large, whatever, they take care of everything. If mm. you want somebody to be the broker for you, from the carrier to you, boom, set it all up, get your hands out of the way, hands free. Now I'm making it worse. This is me with no material. Um, God. Go, Benefics. B-E-N-E-F-I-X dot U-S. Check it out. And if you go on down there, uh, Monty will make you some eggs. And you can Ooh. share the eggs with Monty. That's sort of the their company uh, motto. Egg sharing. Eggs? Eggs. <laughs> also, eggs wise, let me sneak in. I um, I'll save it for next week. <laughs> we'll save it for the face. As I'm floundering, I had to kill it. This is me pulling the ripcord. Like I feel like Dark Knight Rises when that guy just gets tossed out of the plane. That's me right now, just fluttering to the earth. <laughs> I gotta go. Bye, fans. Take it easy. Scripts and fake press, not 